We'll get into a little bit of this here. Hallelujah. I'm messing around. It got hot. Is it just me or is it hot in here? It's hot in here to everybody. Yeah, it's hot. It's burning up. It's hot. I turned the agonition on earlier. I don't know if somebody wants to turn the heat back on. I turned the agonition on earlier. Yeah, we try, we try to overcompensate for the, for the cold with that heat. We don't need no heat. All right, Psalm, six, Psalm 46. Let's, let's try to get into this a little bit tonight. Well, I want you to see yourself with yokes destroyed and burdens removed. All right, Psalm 46, verse 7. Are you there? It says, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. So tonight we're talking on the Lord of hosts is with us, part three, the God of Jacob. We're going to try to get into that tonight. Y'all took up a lot of my time, so we won't be able to get fully into it tonight. Amen. Thank you, Father, tonight for the word. Thank you for every hearer that's gathered here tonight, every hearer. And I thank you especially for every doer. Of the word, because your word said, Father, that those who are doers of the word, they will be blessed. And tonight we intend to be doers of the word of God. So, Lord, speak to us, and we will do that which we hear. We pray in Jesus' name. So be it. Amen, amen. and amen. <laughs> the Lord of hosts is with us. He's doing marvelous things. Day 38, 52 days to go of this prosperity boot camp. And we're going to keep on going. Amen. Yeah. I want to go back and look at real quick Luke 19 and 41 and 42. Because I want us to just to revisit that visitation. So we don't ever lose sight of that. That what we're experiencing here is uh, because of a divine visitation. Because God is showing up. You know, we don't want to be in church and God doesn't show up. We don't want to be, uh, keep coming and we don't ever uh, see or experience the, the, the power of God. Amen? What is church if you don't have God? If you don't have his spirit? It's, it's a social club. Amen? Nothing, nothing more than just another community organization. So we need God's spirit. But here's what I want you to understand is that not only can you enjoy his spirit, his power, his presence in the house, but you can have him at your house. And you can have him in your life. And when he shows up, marvelous things happen. In, uh, in uh, Luke 19, in verse 41, talks about Jesus Christ when he came and uh, saw the city. He wept over the city. And then verse 42 tells us something. He says this, if you had known, even you, especially in this, your day, the things that make for your peace. So he said, I want you to really, I wanted you to know the things in this, your day, the things that make for your peace. Peace. So your peace has a day. There's a day of your breakout. There's a time of your breakout. There's a time of your prosperity. There's a time. Listen, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not preaching this by faith anymore. I'm preaching this by experience. There's a time when you know uh something shifted. <laughs> please, please hear what I'm saying. There, you, you will recognize. 
something shifted. My wife and I were preaching and, and, and laboring and, and believing God by faith for things to shift. But one day we were, oh, something shifted. Something shifted. And so there's a day that things will shift in your life. Glory to God. And it's not long from now. If you haven't already experienced it, it's not long from now. Because when your leader breaks out, you, you break out. Remember that. We've already broken out. This church is broken out. So you're part of this church. So breakout is right around the corner for you. So he says the things that make for your peace. Now go back to the, on this same verse, please, in the Amplified Bible. Remember we read that and it gave those, those four words about peace. All right. Uh, it says, talks about here in Luke 19, 42, in the Amplified uh, Translation, or Amplified Bible. They're getting this. this. Remember, we got this new software we're using, so we're just they're getting, a, getting the hang of this here. So it says, it's exclaiming, would that you had known personally, even at least in this your day, the things that make for peace, for freedom from all the distresses that are experienced as the result of sin and upon which your peace, your security, safety, prosperity, and happiness depends. So that peace is security, safety, prosperity, and happiness. Okay? So what we're talking about, Jesus saying here, here, is that when you get a visitation, it'll change everything in your life. Why? Because when he shows up, remember, he, remember we talked about the breaker? He's the Messiah. The breaker, the Messiah. Well, what does Messiah mean? He's the anointed one. When you see Messiah, it's, it's the same thing in the if you go to the New Testament, as the word Christ. Christ is the anointed one and his anointing. Y'all know Christ was not Jesus' last name. He wasn't Jesus Christ. He was Jesus the Christ. Even there are times you might read Jesus Christ, but that wasn't his last name. Okay? Um, so, there are things that make for your uh, security, safety, prosperity, and happiness. When you get a visit from him, you're getting a visit from the anointed one. Well, the anointed one and his anointing. So when you get the anointed one, you get his anointing. So what's changing everything is actually the anointing. And we already read tonight in our impromptu offering message that it's the anointing that will destroy the yoke and remove the burdens in your life. Right? Now let's look at something. Go to Luke chapter 4, please. Luke 4 and verse, uh, let's start at verse uh, 18. Let's go, let's go right to verse 18. Luke 4 verse 18. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Y'all know this one. Because he has anointed me. He has anointed me. Who's talking here? Jesus, the Christ. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Keep going. And he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. That literally means to proclaim the year of the Lord's release. So the anointing is an anointing to release you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for setting that up. The anointing is an anointing of release. 
to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord or the year of the Lord's release. So now, remember, in, in the Jewish, uh, in, in their, in their uh, time, well, I shouldn't say in their time, uh, in, in, under the law, they had a year of release. Every seven years was a year of release. So if you got in any kind of debt, uh, that debt had to be released in the seventh year. Not seven years from the time you got it, but in the seventh calendar year. So even if you got the debt in year six, it had to be released the next year. So could you imagine how, how, how few loans they gave out in year six? <laughs> because they knew the next year we got to release you of your debt. Every 50 years was the year of Jubilee. All debts had to be canceled. No matter how much you owed, how had to be had to be canceled. Y'all better catch what I'm saying. Jesus, remember when Jesus showed up in John chapter 11 and went down to Lazarus' grave? He went on down to Lazarus' grave. That's how the Baptist preachers preach it. Lazarus, come forth. And so he goes down to Lazarus' grave. Uh, he goes down to visit Mary and Martha. He hears about Lazarus' dime. And, and Jesus says, hey, do you believe you'll see your brother? And they said, yeah, we believe we'll see him again at the, at the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to them, I am the resurrection. That's John chapter 11. You remember that? I am the resurrection, which means you don't have to wait on a certain day. When I show up, I am. When I visit, I am what you need. In the fifth chapter of John, he goes down to, there's a place called the Pool of Bethesda. Y'all remember that? There's a man who had been laid there 38 years. And the Bible said the, the pool was covered, the porch was covered with people who were lame and halt and maimed and all that kind of good stuff. They, they, and they waited all, every year on the troubling of the water. He got down there, he saw a man, he said, hey, uh, bro, I see you down. He said, do you want to be whole? Do you want to be made well? And the man said, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the water. He didn't realize he was getting a visitation. That with the moment Jesus Christ showed up, you didn't even know the troubling of the water. He is the water. He is the water that came to trouble your trouble. So in Luke 4, verse 18, 19, when he says the spirit of the Lord is upon me, then he says in 19 to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. What he's saying is you ain't got to wait every seven years no more. Oh, come on, this up. He said you don't have to wait every 50 years anymore to the year of Jubilee. He said when I visit your house, I am the Jubilee. When I visit your house, I am the Sabbath. I am the breaker. I am the one who breaks every yoke. I am the one who breaks every bond. I am the one who removes every burden. I have the anointing for this. Are you hearing me? So when Jesus there in Luke 19, 41, 42, when he said he got to the city, he wept over it, weeping over Jerusalem, it's because he's there. He's right there among them. He's saying, y'all don't even realize who's standing in front of you. Y'all waiting on a 50th year Jubilee. Y'all waiting on the seventh year Sabbath. And here I am right here in front of you. You waiting on the last day in the resurrection. Here I am right in front of you. And many times the people, oh Jesus, in the body of Christ have a seventh day of Jubilee mentality. Well, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. 
when we all get together. What a time, what a time, what a time. And they don't realize if you have Jesus Christ in your heart right now, everything you need, you don't need to wait to have heaven in heaven. You can have heaven on earth right now, every day. It's your time of visitation right now. Boy, are y'all hearing me tonight? I, I hope so, because I don't even remember all I just told you in the last five minutes. But I, I feel like it was good. I feel like it was pretty good. <laughs> was it pretty good, Lord? Okay, good. Y'all, y'all got it? Because what, what, what he's saying to us is, you don't need to wait any longer. Woo-wee. Did you just hear what I said? Lisa, did you catch that? He said, you don't need to wait any longer. I dare you to tell somebody behind you, you ain't got to wait any longer. Everything you want, everything you need, you can have it right now. Today. Today. Not one day. Today. He's here. The breaker is here. The Messiah is here. The anointed one and his anointing is here. It's your time of visitation. No, why would I wait? Christ in me, the hope of glory. The anointing is already in me. I'm anointed to be debt free. I'm anointed to be, to be sickness free. I'm anointed to be disease free. I'm anointed to be sin free. I'm anointed. You're anointed. The anointing to destroy every yoke of your life is, is residing on the inside of you right now. You ain't got to go get it. It's already on the inside of you right now. I'm talking about if you showing up born again. Any showing up born again folk in here? If you're born again, show enough, the anointing is in you, can't, can't nothing hold you. Too fat. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm too fat. I'm anointed. What I got to do is realize what's inside of me, connect to that anointing. Live from the inside out instead of living from the outside in and operate with that anointing. Boy, I, I can't be stopped. The anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God that does you good and makes you glad. Say it again the anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God that does me good and makes me glad. It's the burden removing. Remember Isaiah 10, 27. Burden removing. Yoke, Y-O-K-E. Not yoke, Y-O-L-K. Yoke. Not egg yolk. This is the yoke like you yoke oxen. It's something meant to hold and contain. In fact, more so, it is, it, is, it is emblematic of a yoke used to hold a prisoner back. You would call it the stocks. Any of y'all remember some of that old time stuff? The stocks. It's meant to contain you, to trap you, to keep you, to, 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 to uh, stifle you, to uh, trap you, to paralyze you, to you can't do what you want to do. And that's from the enemy. 
But the anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God that does you good and makes you glad. So the anointing is going to make you glad. Security, safety, prosperity, happiness. Psalm 45, verse 7, says you've anointed me with the oil of gladness. Or I have anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Huh? You know what your companions are. That's all your friends, your neighbors, countrymen, co-workers. He said, but when you are in your righteousness... You love righteousness and you hate wickedness. Therefore, God. Oh, man. Does anybody match up? Anybody qualify for this? Anybody here love righteousness? Hate wickedness? Well, therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. That's why I smile all the time. That's why I... I'm always giggly. I'm always happy. Dance around the office. They don't understand why you're dad jazzing. Why you sit your tail down, jazz? You get on our nerves. All that dancing and twirling. Girl, we at work. You're supposed to be upset. No, I've been anointed with the oil of gladness. I will rejoice, for he has made me glad. Exceedingly glad on all his works. So I've been anointed. Everybody say, I've been anointed. <laughs> gladness. I mean, how, how glad do y'all think Obed-Edom was when the anointed one visited his house? I mean, how glad do you think he was when he looked around and all his crops coming up and everything just, wow. Grapes all busting off the vine. And wife happy. Children happy. The dog ain't getting kicked. Y'all been, you know how you'd be mad to kick the dog. Get on out of here, Fido. <laughs> Precious. Praise the Lord. So I've been anointed. All right, now, let's look over here. I'm still trying to get to this introduction. Sunday we talked about the Lord of hosts is with us. Part two, fear not. I want to go back to this verse here. This is a good refreshing time. We can use this. We ain't got to go, go much further. We can, we can just deal with some refreshing here. Joel 2.21. Man, our praise team, they, they've been singing this here. Joel 2.21, the King James Version says, fear not, O land. When you see land, it's talking about the people. Okay? Be glad. And rejoice for the Lord will do great things. So fear not. Fear not. Get in faith. Be glad. You've been anointed with the oil of gladness. Are y'all catching this? Okay, let me help you out with something. When, when, when Psalm 23, when David says, uh, Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. When he says, Lord is my shepherd, he's depicting himself as a sheep. Right? So he goes down later and says, you anoint my head with oil. Now, if you know anything about uh, 
shepherding, sheep herding, and sheep. One reason why they would anoint the sheep's head with oil was because the oil would keep flies away. They didn't anoint the head with oil because they wanted to slick his hair down. That's why you anoint your head with oil. <laughs> Trying to bring out your little baby horrors. Come on. <laughs> How y'all, y'all girls, are they doing that? What's the edge? Edge control, y'all? <laughs> Trying to scalping, sculpting your little baby horrors. You don't have no more baby hires. 45 with baby hires. You don't know baby hires. 45. That is grown folks hire. So he said, you anoint my head with oil. The purpose of the oil, and it's a fragrant oil. That is meant to keep the flies away because the, the, the sheep were if you allow this, dumb animals, they are, and they don't, they don't have any way to swat, you know, animal, dogs and cats, they'll swat, but sheep don't swat, so they'll stand there and the, trying to eat, and the flies be all in the eyes, all in their mouth and everything, and so they, to, 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 to alleviate that, the shepherds would anoint their heads with oil, that's meant to keep the flies away. Now listen to this, Satan Beelzebub is Lord of the Flies. Satan, his other, another name for him is Beelzebub, which means Lord of the Flies. He's the Lord of Annoyance. Oh, come on. Any of y'all, any of y'all ever, ever been to a family, family reunion in, in Georgia? Or back up in the country somewhere you're trying to eat. You got a big old got a big old plate of ribs and baked beans and tater salad and all that kind of stuff and some pound cake and everything. And you're trying to eat outside and all, all you got is these old and gnats. Gnats are even worse. You're annoying you. And they you're trying to eat and you scared the thing gonna fly in your mouth and you're like you're trying to sneak a rib. Right? Am I right about it? I've been there. They're annoying. Satan is the Lord of the flies. He's the Lord of annoyance. He's trying to annoy you. He brings annoying thoughts and annoying words and annoying action and sometimes annoying people. I know that's right. God, get out of here. Why? Because you're working on something. You're a sheep trying to get the green pastures, trying to get the still waters, trying to have your soul restored. And here comes the annoyance. Every day. You again. What you want, devil? That's what those ghosts, those ghost deaths, those ghost bills are. It's just annoyance. Sometimes, sometimes these, these I'm, can I talk about debts for a minute? Sometimes these debts are so old and they, they've been sold off. These people know, who call you know that they actually don't even have the, the, the right to even collect from you. 
Because you don't owe them the money. You didn't borrow from them. They, they, they went and bought it for pennies on the dollar. Now, now they're going to they gonna call you every day. You, 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 getting, you trying to get into the word. They're going to know you. Can, well, you know what we'll do? We'll, we'll, we'll take your, let, let's have your uh, account number and we'll just set a day. First of all, don't ever, don't ever give anybody access to your accounts. Don't ever do that. Don't ever give anybody control of your money, ever. That's, that's a no-no in finances. But it's annoyance. What's an annoyance? It's, it'll be something you prayed for God to heal you from, and you know you got healed when the man of God laid hands on you, and here it is five months later. Where does pain come from? It's just an annoyance. And you got to realize... Uh, understand spiritual realities that it's just an annoyance. That symptom is just an annoyance. It's not real. It's just you can't even think straight. He's a lord of the flies. Beelzebub. Remember, they, they, they tried to call Jesus. They said, they said, Jesus does, he does these miracles by the power of Beelzebub. He said, that don't even make no sense. I'm not annoying you. I'm anointing. He's the Lord of anointing. The devil is the Lord of annoyance. <laughs> and the greater you're going to your anointing, the greater the annoyance is going to come. That's why I've been telling y'all. We're 90 days of unusual manifestation. So guess who else going to unusually manifest? The Lord of the flies. Y'all better catch what I'm saying to you. You better hear this preacher tonight. You better expect. Now, I don't, I'm not saying you want this, but I'm talking about don't be, don't, don't be uh, uh, taken by surprise. When the Lord of the flies brings up some stupid stuff. Because he's trying to annoy you. Because if he, he can annoy you, remember we talked about he's going to try to, trying to uh, wear you out, get you into weariness and frustration. Weariness and frustration are symptoms of fear. Weariness and frustration are symptoms of fear. It's the devil trying to get you, make you think that it ain't going to happen. I know that's not good English, but he's trying to make you think it ain't, it ain't going to happen. What God has said, it ain't going to happen. And so he'll try to annoy you and pester you. He'll do it. You know, I know, I know he's real because he'll do it in your dreams. Anybody the devil tried to annoy you in your dreams? You got, you got to take authority over your dreams. You have, to, you have to change your prayer life. You can't be going to bed. Now I lay me down. This is about pray the Lord my soul. I should die before I wake up. Pray the Lord my soul to take. No, you got, you got to change that. You got to do a, do a little evening warfare before you go to bed. Pray in tongues for a minute. Praise God for a little minute. Because he's trying, he's trying to disturb the peace. You know what happens to a person when they disturb the peace? You lock them up. So you need to take every thought, every annoying thought. I have some, 
I had some witnesses earlier. You got to take every annoying thought captive to the obedience of Christ. What's an, what's an annoying thought? You ain't never going to got this debt. Your healing ain't never going to manifest. Look how all them people are getting stuff. You ain't got nothing. He ain't never going to get a car. <laughs> He's the father of lies. Father of the lies, Lord of the flies. Father of the lies, Lord of the flies. And a murderer. And a thief. And a destroyer. So that's why you ought to not be ignorant of his devices unless he take advantage of you. He overreach, defraud. He comes along just pestering. So what does God do? He lets you come into a place where he can anoint your head with oil. That's why you got to come and be in an oil atmosphere. Oh, Jesus, I don't know if y'all catching this. Well, I'm thankful that we could get to come and be in an oil slick atmosphere. Where when we walk out of here, we've been anointed with oil. And now we can go out there, we can shut up the mouth of the devil. Get on out of here, devil. That, that sweet fragrance that, that annoys the devil. Are you understanding that? See, the, the oil, when they put the oil on the head of the, of the sheep, it, it annoyed the annoyers. So the annoyers had to stop annoying the sheep. Did you catch that? The flies annoyed the sheep. So they put oil on the sheep to annoy the flies. So when you bask in this atmosphere, and you can duplicate it at home, you feel yourself being annoyed at home, crank up your praise and worship. Start praying in the Holy Ghost. Let yourself get drenched with some fresh oil. Fresh. You know, you know that. Hallelujah. Are y'all hearing me tonight? You know, they, 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 they sell, you know, you, you can buy uh, uh, good colognes and perfumes, but sometimes they sell these oils. And the oils generally last a little longer than just the alcohol stuff. I remember when I, was, when I was young, a younger guy, and we were trying to be slick, you know. We would go to somebody, have a little black market little thing. I don't know what black market means, right? It wasn't Dillard's. And they used to sell oils. This oil smells just like Dracar no ear. This, this, ain't, this ain't Aramis, but it smells just like is the oil. And we're like, yeah, because the oil lasts longer. We used to get the oil, man. Oil, you just kind of put oil everywhere, boy. Be drenching it, boy. You be stinking. You be shining, boy, with that oil. And it would last pretty good. But eventually, even that oil. So you got to go back and get fresh oil. That's what we read in Psalm 92. He anoints us with fresh oil. Why? That fresh oil is going to annoy the annoyer. 
This is some good teaching right here. I didn't plan any of this right here, but this is good teaching. In fact, I don't know that, I don't know that I've ever even taught on this before in my 20 years pre-pastoring here. Mm. So what happens to people who never get in an oil slick environment? They have no margin. They, because they don't have any oil, they click, and before you know it, they jumping off a bridge. Road rage. Because they don't have any oil. Let me say something to you. And the annoyer doesn't just annoy adults. The annoyer annoys teenagers and children. The annoyer tries to annoy babies. Come on now. Y'all better believe these spiritual realities. That's why you got to pray over these babies. Anoint your babies. Matter of fact, I think, are we going to do this all on Sunday? Do we have it ready? Are we getting it ready? All right, we'll have it ready. We, we, we bought some oil. We're going to pray over a bunch of bottles of oil. We, I want to get out. Let's do that on Sunday. We're going to pray over that. You can take that with you on Sunday. Some pray though. It ain't cloudy. And it ain't rank either. It's fresh oil. That's going to be prayed over. You take that oil, and you might have to anoint your car. You might have to anoint your desk at work. I'm serious. Anoint, you might have to anoint your front door of your house. I bind you, devil. You can come in my house and anoint your children. Doors, windows. Get the lintel and the whole doorpost and everything. <laughs> Anoint your neighbor house. Now, now Do- Dr. Bill Winston tells a story. I remember this story because he tells it all the time. Dr. Winston tells a story about how one time, this was back in the old church, uh, they, they first kind of got up to, up to Chicago, how they were in a circle one day praying at the little small storefront church, and a lady ran in, ran in, hey, who, where's the pastor? Where's the pastor? Where's the pastor? I'm the pastor, man, what's going on? What's going on? And she ran in and tell him about how uh, her neighborhood had been inundated and taken over by these drug dealers. And so he said, let's, let's pray. pray. Prayed in tongues, the Lord gave him an answer. Boom. Prayed over some oil, gave her this oil, and said, take this oil and pour it down the center of your, the middle of your street. She said, okay. And she went and did it because the man of God told her to do it. She ain't gonna question. The police ain't work. So she pulled down the middle of the street and she said, she came back and gave a report. Said, said the next day, the uh, drug dealers, they came back out again. But this time they came out and they stayed till about 12 o'clock and left. And she said, and from then on, never ever came back to that street again. Anointed, because the anointing oil annoyed the annoyers. Yes, 
This is good up in here tonight. The anointing oil will annoy your annoyers. <laughs> some of y'all teachers, some of y'all teachers, some of y'all teachers, preschool, middle school, high school, elementary school, teachers, better get some of this all here. Some of the ones you deal with, some of the ones Barry deal with, them, them teachers. And go, go to the room before they get in and anoint each one of them desks. Put some on your doorpost all around your, your door frame. Yes, and, and watch how, how God will annoy your annoyers. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the oil of gladness, the oil of joy. The Bible says he gives the oil of joy for mourning. The oil of gladness more than our companions. Anoint us with fresh oil. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Are you ready for the, your annoyers to be annoyed? I think you all just get crazy and put some oil on your mailbox. What? What? Is some stuff I want to stop from coming? And some things I want to invite in. You can't tell me this doesn't work. See, I grew up on this. I, I grew up Pentecostal. We lived on oil. We got, we, we got greased up pretty much every day. See, I grew up, I grew up, my, my parents, they didn't know anything about homeschool. My parents didn't know anything about homeschool. We were public school. So we got greased up every morning. Every day I, I went to school with a cross on my, on my forehead. Every day. Am I right about it? A cross right there. Like, like the mark of the Christ right there. One of the mark of the beast is the mark of the Christ right there. Every day. It worked. I survived public school and did well. Thank you for the oil, Lord. He anoints my head with oil. It's the oil of increase. And my cup. And the oil is attractive because it says, surely goodness and mercy. The oil is attractive. Surely goodness and mercy is going to follow me. All the days of my life. My goodness. Mm. 
Did I tell y'all about weariness and frustration? That there are fear symptoms? All right, I want to finish on this scripture real quick. Real quick. When you, when you let weariness take over and frustration take over. Now, now, now remember, be, there, there's going to come things to wear you down. It's the annoyers are coming to wear you down. They're coming to get you to cast, off your, cast away your confidence. The annoyers. Is that a word? I don't know. Is that a, is it? It's, it's, a, it's a word now, Brother Glenn. It's a word now. Annoyances. Well, correct me then. Annoyances. Well, I made it annoyers. This, that's what it is now. Just rewrite the dictionary. It's, it's a word now. It is a word. All right, they verified it. Went online. It's annoyer. Annoyers bring annoyances. It's a, it's a noun. Annoyer. They're nuisances. God, his oil is a nuisance abatement. You know, we had a nuisance abatement board here in the city. They get rid of nuisances. Deacon Gershman, in fact, I think, didn't Deacon Gershman serve on that nuisance abatement board here in the city? Yeah, they get rid of nuisances. So God uses all to get rid of nuisances in your life. So weariness and frustration are symptoms, they're nuisances, they're symptoms of fear. Because the fear is trying to tell you it's taking too long. It's not going to happen. Can, can God really do this? Will he do this for me? Then how long is it going to take? Can he do it in time? Because we're so time conscious. They said it's got to be done by Monday. They said I got three months to live. They said. So I'm time conscious. And it's fear. Glory to God. But I want you to know that God, not only can God, but he is able and he will do it. Let's read one, one last scripture tonight. We'll pick up Psalm 46 on Sunday. It ain't going anywhere. You ain't going anywhere either. You, you ain't going to die. Bump that annoying thought. You're not going to die. You're going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Uh, Isaiah 41 and verse 10. Let's, let's boost our confidence right here. We're going to read verse 10 through 13 all together in unison. Remember one time we went to a church. Pastor, remember this, this years ago, we went to a church, we visited this church, and this church, they were of a different persuasion. They all had the light-skinned face. Very, very, very light-skinned. And so the guy stood up, and there was a few black churches visiting. They invited us in because we're going to have this, you know, community service. Invite you guys in. And so we were there for the service, and the guy stood up and said, we're going we're gonna to all read this in unison. He said, that means together. We said, bro. <laughs> You don't think we know what unison means? It says it right in the hymn book all the time, unison. We know what unison means. <laughs> Praise 
Praise God. Bless his darling heart. Isaiah 41. We're going to read this in unison. That means all together. Verse 10 through 13. Matter of fact, stand up. Because if, if y'all don't, I'm, I'll keep on preaching. We're going to read this with a charge. We're going to read this with our uh, energetic voice. With our energy of the Holy Ghost voice. Y'all ready? Let's read. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes. Yes. See, because I want, it, want you to get rid of all the questions and all the doubts. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. Yes, I will help you. Keep going. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Keep going. Behold, all those who are incensed against you, that's all your annoyers. That's all your annoyers. All the nuisances who try to get on your nerves and mess with you, Sister Nita. They're trying to mess with you. But God said, they're going to be ashamed. And this grace. Keep going. They shall be. And those. You might as well tell me, hey, you better be careful now. You better, listen, be careful. When folk come against you, tell them, hey, you better back that thing up. Because. You messing with the wrong one. You don't, you don't, you don't know who you're messing with. You, you looking at me like a regular man I'm, or looking at me like a regular woman. I'm not a regular man. I'm not, not a regular woman. I'm a, I'm a superman. I'm a superwoman. I'm, I'm a blood-washed, blood-bought child of God. And, and see, you looking at me like you can beat me, but you don't realize there's an army behind me. The Lord of hosts is with me. And the Lord of hosts brought his heavenly hosts. You can't see them, but I know they're there. And the moment you pick a fight with me, Lord, have mercy on them. Keep going. You shall seek them and not find them. Those who contended with you, those who war against you, shall be as nothing as a non-existent. The enemy you see today, you will see them no more again forever. Here it is, verse 13. Let's, let's end it with a shout. Ready, read. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, fear not, I will help you. Now give God a shout. Give God a shout. Give God a shout. Fear not, be glad. Rejoice for the Lord will do great things. He will help you. Get all the doubt out. Tell your neighbor, you are not by yourself. God is on your side. The Lord of hosts is with you. The God of Jacob is on your side. Now, I promise you, if you come Sunday, I'm going to deal with the God of Jacob. Yes, 
unless the Lord says something else. Because I'm going to show you, you ain't nothing to be played with. God is about to get some straightening in your life. God about to swat all them little flies. How many of y'all grew up with fly swatters? Y'all know them fly swatters? Right? We had them, the long wands. Now they got a new one out. These zappers look like a small tennis racket. And it's electric. And you swat the fly and the fly gets, gets electrocuted. Oh, wow. You know, a fly swatter, the old ones, you can hit it and the fly hit the ground. He might get back up and like, what? But these new ones? He ain't getting up. Your enemy? When he, get, when he gets zapped by the Holy Ghost? He ain't getting up. You're in good hands. God's got you. So the Lord of hosts is with us. We'll call tonight fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Lift your hands. Here's what you, I want you to do. Take those same hands and turn them in a receiving way. Father, I speak right now that your people with these hands would receive fresh oil. The oil of increase, the burden removing, yoke destroying, oil of God. I pray that you would give them the oil of joy for mourning, the oil of gladness more than their companions. Let that oil be upon their heads to cause every nuisance, every annoyer to be annoyed. That those demon spirits that have been trying fervently, persistently to annoy the people of God to get us to quit to get us a throw in the towel that they will be annoyed by the anointing. <laughs> that they'll be annoyed by this power. Let great grace be upon us. And Father, we want you to not just dab us with the oil. We want you to drench us. Saturate us. Let us be dripping with this oil, oh God. So not only are we affected by it, but everywhere we go, we drip the same anointing. That's what happened with Peter, Lord. When Peter walked by, people would get in his shadow because he was dripping with that anointing, dripping with that oil. That people would take, take a handkerchief from, from Paul's body because he was dripping with oil. That even when Elisha died, and his bones were thrown in the grave that he was so saturated in that oil 
that a dead soldier was thrown in and the moment his body touched those bones, he was quickened. God, let us not only experience visitation, but with that same oil, let us become visitations. Everywhere we go. And Father, I thank you that these your precious people shall live in abundance and health and security and safety and prosperity and happiness all the days of their lives. Thank you for these next 52 days, God. It'll only increase more and more. We understand the devil might try to increase his, his manifestation. But Lord, we've already made up in our minds we're not going to quit and draw back and go, and go back. We're sticking with you, God. You said you will help us. You are our helper. We love you tonight. We bless you. We thank you for it. We give you praise and glory and honor for the victory. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Now give God a one big great hand of praise tonight. I don't know.